Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Coffee and Open Source, a place where we can have great conversations with people and learn some fun things along the way. I'm Isaac Levin. I'm very excited for my guest today. My guest is Alon Denny. Do you, do, Alon, do you want to come on and say hello, introduce yourself? Everybody. My name is Elon Denae. Um, I am a self-taught C-sharp and .NET developer. I've started this journey back August 2020, and you know I'm still sticking with it. Um, and now my, my new mission is to not only continue to learn how to code, but also encourage other code newbies to, to keep going at it as well. And yeah, happy to be here. Thank you for joining. So just a little bit of backstory. So I found out about this lovely person from her .NET Conf talk that she did in 2021. So November 2021, go and check that out on YouTube. And it was really inspiring because it was talking about the why of getting started. Uh, And I'd love to, you know, for maybe folks that haven't seen that, if you want to just do just a a one or two minute elevator pitch about like what the talk was about and maybe give a little bit of backstory on why you thought it was important to give that talk. Yeah, for me, I felt like I was never planning on um, switching into tech. It wasn't a part of my life journey up until um, the pandemic, honestly, and just seeing all this despair, all of so many people losing their jobs, everybody working from home. Well, the people who had the privilege to work from home. Um, And since I was working from home, I felt like it only made sense to learn how to code. One, to kill time because, you know, I was bored. But two, like it was, I felt it was a really good skill to learn. Obviously, we had TikTok, Netflix, we had all these um, apps, this uh examples of technology and how they brought us all together it only made sense that i learned how technology works and um software development is part of that obviously so um along that journey and it's still a journey even to this day it, it was just learning how to reach out to my community building a community in the first place and also battling imposter syndrome as I begin the journey and continue on the journey, especially if you're not seeing certain results that you want, um, still deciding to um, stick with the journey. So I felt like that talk was very important, especially because from my research and my understanding, imposter syndrome is a huge thing and the tech industry. So that's that's something that everybody deals with. So why not talk about imposter syndrome? Why not face it head first and, and kind of stare down <laughs> and, and, and just face it and, and talk about it. Um, and especially for code newbies, other code newbies, um, since that is going to be a very huge thing, um, a very huge obstacle for them if they let it, of course. Um, when they're first starting out. So that's, I mean, that's so spot on. And I, and, you know, just for folks who are tuning in. So we were having this conversation a little bit earlier about why I wanted to talk to her so, so much. Right. I want, because I think as somebody who felt like at least in tech, and I know a lot of people in tech feel the same way, you kind of just, you're a developer. There was no choice. You just felt like you just had to do it because you had interests. Right. And when people 
come to tech from different avenues, different career choices or different career paths, I'm very interested in understanding the why. And I guess, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, things with the pandemic and all these other sort of things. Um, but what was your initial experience like when you, when you came on and you started to, you know, get like, what was your getting, you know, we always talk about in tech, like what's the getting started experience. So right. what was your getting started experience? For me, my getting started experience, I was so excited because it was yeah. something new and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to learn how to hack. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have like a particular set of skills. <laughs> I, I was super excited to, to learn. Um, I, a little bit intimidated, not going to lie. Um, I picked up a couple courses from Udemy and I looked up a whole bunch of like videos on YouTube, like how to become a software developer. I will say watching some of them kind of set a certain type of expectation on how the journey would be like, you know, videos, like I went to a boot camp for three months and now I'm a software developer yeah. or I studied six months and now I'm making a certain amount of money. Um, I will say that, <laughs> but other than that, it was very, like, it was exciting. It was new. Um, I was listening to like a whole bunch of podcasts. Like, how do you do this? How do you get into yeah. this? And, um, one of the podcasts, the, I can't remember the name right now. It sucks. But one of the podcasts, um, that I was listening to was saying how important an online community is yeah. when getting into tech. And they had mentioned that Twitter was a super um great online space when sure. you're trying to start out and building a build a community so that's as soon as she said that i downloaded twitter <laughs> i made a new account and um i said hello <laughs> hello <Yeah>. world <laughs> um to the to the timeline um i will say like using hashtags really helped find mm -hmm. the people that i was looking for um, such as code movie, um, yeah. like software develop development. Um, I will say C sharp was a little bit difficult to find. Sure. Um, and .NET is I saw a lot of like Python, yeah. Java, JavaScript, and that's another reason why um, my new mission is so important to me. It is reaching out and creating an online space. Um, contributing to the online space for the .NET world and yeah. the C Sharp community. Um, I want to be the person that people see when they um, click that hashtag, or at least one of the people. Sure. So um, that was my startup experience. I was super excited at some point. I was like really obsessed. I still have my moments. Yeah. <laughs> but I was obsessed to the point where like I was trying to solve um, some exercises like in bed, like while I was trying to fall asleep. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's kind of mellowed out just a little bit yeah. now since it's like, okay, it is a journey. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I don't want to burn myself out. I can't yeah. keep going at that pace as I was like earlier, yep. um, in the journey. Back in 2020, like it's already 2022, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. get me started on. <laughs> I, it's crazy. Is, yeah. <laughs> like, what year is this again? Yeah. 
Um, so that is kind of like my take now. Um, my New Year's resolution and my my plan for this year is to dial it back a little bit. Okay. Um, as in less is more. Um, instead of like studying every single day, study like maybe four days out of the week and spend the other three days um, doing creative work. Sure. You know, because I, I do feel like in order to problem solve uh, as a software developer, you also have to be creative. Sure. So I don't want to just keep learning and stuffing information yeah. into my brain, but also just kind of like being fluid as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whether your your tool is a, a paintbrush or a chisel or a keyboard, right? Like there is creativity right. that needs to come involved with tech, right? Um, I, I, probably a lot of people don't think think as romantically about tech as that, right? <laughs> it's like it's oh, I'm trying to make trying to make some money, and I'm just you know I'm making some uh, you know writing some text boxes over some data or whatever. Um, but no, right. like to solve a problem, <clears throat> like you need, do need a bit of creativity, and a lot of the problems they've been solved, sure but not all of them. And that's the reason why there's right. so many tech jobs out there. Um, and that kind of one leads me into, you know, this area that I'm curious about with you is that like, obviously community building initially and getting started and learning initially, like it doesn't make money. It doesn't pay the bills. Right. So, uh, no. so <laughs> I, I'd love to get your thoughts on like, on what, on what that's like, right. Because um, yeah. you, you're obviously making an income some other way doesn't matter yeah. what that way is, but you're trying to get into this other space too, because you find there's some real value for you there. Like what right. is that experience like? Because you're kind of treating like learning how to be a developer as a hobby right now. Yeah. And that's what made me realize, like, I meant to do, to do this, like sure. even like having conversations like this online, it's so fun for me. Um, if I could do this, like, if I could get paid to do this, of course, <laughs> I would yeah. love to do it. Yeah. Because I would do it for free. Like, I, I yeah. literally would do it for free. Um, I will say, like, that it, it is a journey. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the biggest thing is a journey. Um, it's kind of, like, managing expectations. Yes. Um, just because it takes time to learn something so different. Like, I work in an unrelated field. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of time to learn something, like, completely different. Like, yep. never learned before. And also build community. So it's like, I work a nine to five. Mm -hmm. um, I have to be a little bit more organized and more intentional sure. with my da daily routines. So, which also is why I want to dial it back a little bit with the learning part, because mm -hmm. I still want to, I want to talk to people. Like I want to um, like learn about other developers experience. And I feel like that also takes time. So for me, and I hope I'm answering your question, um, I'm becoming a little bit more disciplined with how I manage my daily schedule. Sure. Um, like I have my, my planner on, on my table right now with me. Um, you know, certain days are for communicating with the community. Other days are for learning and other days are for practicing creativity. Mm -hmm. And it's, like I was saying earlier, it's just more of this process of how less is more. Um, because that's one thing that I I, I don't want to do. I don't want to burn out. Yeah. 
I don't want to burn out. <laughs> Trying to do everything all at once. It's not practical. It's not logical. Um, and it's not really smart. <laughs> no, not at all. So, um, so that is my biggest goal, biggest step for 2022 is balance. It okay. is um, being okay to let some of it go okay. in order to like receive it again does that make sense yeah it does and i I think maybe i'd like to get a little bit more like so what does balance look like to you because i think you know in tech i think a lot of us we are getting started is i mean there's different paths but it's all around the same thing like you got to open up some editor whether it's you know your visual studio or sublime text or the browser whatever it is right and you're, you're giving yourself a task like, oh, I'm going to learn how to write a Hello World application or I'm going to learn right. how to do loops or I'm going to learn how to do whatever, right? And, but it all comes to like, to your point about balance, it's like, okay, I need, there's other stuff that I have to do. You know, whether that's my nine to five job that you're mentioning or maybe there's other things like maybe I have to do documentation or I have to yeah. um, get business yeah. requirements or I have to do all these other things too that aren't, writing code or learning technical concepts. And uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on like, uh, and I don't know this, if you work from home or you don't work from home, but I'd imagine that if you do work from home, it is challenging to like being able to balance the work that you need to do for your job and the hobby that you have that has nothing to do with your job. Is that fair? Right, right. I I will say like, at least for the working from home part, I feel like it, I'm so grateful for that. Sure. Yeah. It makes it a little bit easier to transition. Like you don't have to worry about like the commute. So like for the people who are dealing with a commute going to work and you're still taking the time to, to study and learn and be present, like more power to you. I will say I'm privileged. I am very grateful to be able to work from home. Yeah. Not It's not every day, but like when I do, um, that's when it's like, okay, structure, structure. Like for example, um, Last, in 2020, 2021, um, I used to want to work out every single day. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, I still need to make time mm-hmm. to study and to be present. Yep. Because the problem was I found myself, especially because I was doing 100 days of code. Yep. Um, I was doing that challenge. And I was trying to cram everything in like within the same day. And I was so stressed. Like I couldn't even be present in the the learning process or doing the coding challenges yeah. um, because I felt the need, like, like, especially if I was stuck on something, I felt the need to like produce like yeah. something to, for, to show the timeline. Like, Hey, yeah, any, any, cha- any challenge you need to provide results of said challenge. Right. Right, right. And it was just very stressful. Um, it was too much. Like, so now for 2022, I have worked out a schedule where I work out every other day. Mm-hmm. And then I'll turn it like the, the every other day. I would also network with the, the community, talk to the community, yep. um, like those alternative days. So say, for example, like, Monday and Wednesday, I work out Tuesday and Thursday. Like I do community, community building, um, conversations like that. That is what I want to do this year. 
Um, less is more. If you do, if you spend too much time trying to do everything all at once within the same day, you will drive yourself crazy. And it's not fair. Like you still have to live. Um, and you don't want to traumatize yourself <laughs> with uh, learning how to code. <laughs> you don't burn out, right? You yeah, you don't like, have to burn out. Thing. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. It does. It does. And I think one yeah. of the things that's really interesting for me is that like me learning, me getting started or me learning how to be a technologist, that path is substantially different than people that are getting started now. Like you, for instance, now I'd imagine there's probably an exhaustion of resources, right? Where it becomes almost, it's a job within itself to figure out what things you want to to hold on to or capture. Like you mentioned, like online courses like Udemy or like courses like Pearlsight. Um, like there are so much, there's so much material out there to like learn how to be yes. a developer and not all yeah. of it is good content. Yeah. Right. And I think it, that's, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, what's really challenging, that. right. Is figuring right. out, do I want to invest my time in this? Because for, and I think a lot of, um, people that are listening that are developers can equate to this. A lot of our job is risk assessment, right? Mm. Is this going, is this decision that I'm going to make, is it going to be positive or negative? Like if we're, you know, whether we're writing some code or we're trying out a new um, open source or third party package that we're looking to implement or uh, we're learning, trying to learn a new concept and following along with a course, like, Everything is a calculated risk because it's like, am I going to get the return on this investment, this time investment? Because at the end of the day, every, you know, a friend of mine says, we only have so many keystrokes, right? And I think at the end of the day, like, that's so true. Like, every decision you need to make needs to be weighed. I'm not saying, like, live your life in fear because it's not what I'm saying at all. Um, But very much just, like, be... um, I can't think of the word right now, but be mindful, be mindful. Yeah. Or I had a, I had a way better word, but I can't remember what it is now, but be, uh, you know, just understand the decisions you make may have positive or negative repercussions in the future. And you don't know what those they look like. Right. And I think that's right. just something that's very interesting, especially for folks that are getting started. Is like, where do you start? Cause like, yeah. you know, you said like, you just, you know, installed the Twitter app and you started posting our timeline, searching for hashtags. I'd imagine very, very quickly you found out like, Oh, there's way too much stuff here. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> I'd love to kind of get, you know, your like maybe some tools of the trade that you learned about how to navigate just that, you know, that hose of content, right? And how yeah. uh, maybe some things that you've thought of about building frameworks around, like, is this content valuable or is this content not valuable? Like, how do you weigh each of these different risks? I will say that, like, I'm still learning that, yeah. honestly. We're um, still learning it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, um, with the question, where do you start? Like, I'm also wondering, like, where do you end? Like, how do you know, like, when you made it? I'm sure you know, there's no end. There's no end. How do you know when you're a pro? (laughs) Well, no. So I think that's, that's a really, really good point to, to, to make as well. Like, if you feel like you've learned everything, you've done it wrong. Okay. (laughs) Right. Because. And, that makes me feel and, better. And you'll, and you'll find this out if you do end up having a career in tech. If you want to have a career in tech, you'll find out that you'll run across a lot of people who feel like they have solved everything. And those people, mm. in my experience, are not great people to work with. Um, you want Rigid. the pe- 
well, it's not even just rigid. Like, you know, like, like, and this is, you know, know what, know what allism, right? Uh, okay. Or like, what aboutism? Uh, there are people out there that feel like, you know, I myself am very opinionated, but I do want to hear other opinions. There's right. people out there who are very opinionated, but don't want to hear other opinions because they think their opinion is superior. And I think what's really interesting about learning in general is we learn until the day we die, like in all in life, in work, in personal growth, and everything. So for anybody to say, "Oh, there's nothing for me to learn out there," maybe they've made a decision with themselves. They feel like they're comfortable with the skills that they have. They don't need to worry about money anymore because they can always find a job. Don't worry. Maybe tech isn't something they do for fun. Maybe tech is a job, which is totally cool. But for me specifically, and other people that I'm friends with and maybe potentially in the future you tech is something that we're passionate about and we enjoy doing and we're just so fortunate to have our job be a part of that not to say our job is all sunshine and roses but I couldn't ever imagine working like a job in healthcare or um, a job in financial services or some other industry Mm. right like I Mm -hmm. work in tech Uh, and I think that's the big thing that I like to tell people is like, if you want to continue to have this positive feeling and you have the same opinions as me, you're passionate about tech, just always be learning. Otherwise you'll stag, you'll stagnate. And then if you ever, you know, you'll, you might not be, get as much enjoyment out of it. And I know that was a long winded way of saying, well, no, but I think there's, there's something to say about you should never really end your learning journey. And yeah. if you did, maybe you need to find a new journey to go down. Yeah. I will say, like, I guess, like, the question is, like, like how you know you made it, like, oh. as a developer. Like, <laughs> it depends on what you care about, like, to be honest. Right. Right. Like, if your job is to make a quarter of a million dollars, or if your job is to have a quarter of a million Twitter followers, or if you're, like, depending on what your goals are, yeah, like, there's different definitions of the the word made it there's also some people out there that they're very happy in what they're doing and they maybe they're building an open source um tool and they you know maybe they have a little bit of of um, notoriety from that but they don't make a lot of money open source isn't something you make money on maybe they're working some typical developer job at some company but they're happy because they're able to do the things that they enjoy doing and there's you know there's joy in that um, there's also joy if this is your prerogative and being the most popular person on Twitter. Like if that's, your, <laughs> if that's if that brings you joy, then yeah, go for it. Your life will be very painful. Yeah. But, uh, there's some joy in that. For some people. <laughs> yeah. A lot of pressure for sure. And, you know, in the, to circle back to like your, your journey about getting started and your journey about learning, like what I imagine when you were, when you've as you've gone through this process of learning about technology, mm-hmm. there are probably a lot of things that you say, oh, that looks very familiar to this thing that I learned in this other realm, right? Because I think one of the things that a lot of people probably get hung up on is they think they need to be like some math wizard or they need to know the, yeah. the computer or like all these other things. And it's not true at all. It's like to be in tech, you just need to be a very good problem solver problem. and have like good yeah. time management. And I'd like to kind of get your thoughts. Like, what are some of the things that you saw? Because you've, you've obviously learned how to do other things in your life, yeah. right? 
Like, yeah. what are some of the things that you, you know, you've kind of seen that are similarities between other things that you've learned in the past and what you've learned in tech so far? I will say, like, in a general sense, like, like the documentation of yeah. like how like to run like a program or how to mm-hmm. um, use a method, like just that documentation. Like I've seen a lot of that, like in my own job, like sure. just docu- documenting like, okay, this is how you do that. Um, like technical stuff, like, okay, if you do this, you do that. Um, especially learning algorithms. I like when you first hear about algorithms, you're like, oh, wow. No, don't. <laughs> Don't don't stress oh, wow. on algorithms. algorithms. I know I know no the algorithms. algorithms. <laughs> yeah, algorithms yeah, are yeah. But like just learning that, like, okay, if this happens, then this happens, and if yeah. that happens, and then that happens. Like how kind of like seeing it simplified, you're like, oh, that that makes sense. That it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing I will say. Like even doing like what the 100 days of code challenge. Um. I used to study, like I used to do it in the evening before bed sure. and it would kind of feel like a puzzle, like just, it almost felt like a little game, like solving something like, okay, we want this to happen. Like, how do we make that happen? Um, and then like, here are your tools here, here is what's needed, what's required. Um, and that's kind of, it kind of reminded me of like crossword puzzles not to like simplify it and sure like oh it's so easy but like just that like excitement like okay how do we solve this um and just kind of like having fun with that yeah i mean that's very like it when you think about everything is just a, a a some conglomeration of solving some problem right yeah uh i was um so my my kid he, uh, one of my kids, both of my kids do it, but one of them really gets it. He's six and he's, he, um, we signed him up for this, like learn how to code like service. Like it's all like, you know, kid, it's like a kid's game, but you learn how to program because he was, he saw it at school and he's like, I want to do this. So like, okay, we'll sign him up for it. That's so cool. (laughs) And he's like going through this process of like learning, um, about conditions and functions and loops. And he came up to me and, and he was talking about, all these different things and he's like oh like a boolean is like a yes or a no but like they say it's true or false i'm like okay so you start starting to learn things now and i was like what do you think your dad does he's like i i don't know i'm like well he does this and he's like oh okay oh. <laughs> and, like, and I, th- I think you know and i don't know if he's going to be a developer whatever but i think just the fact that he was interested in it is interesting to me enough because it's very much a game Right. He, yeah. like, he's learning how to play like a game with like some fuzzy critters and they're rolling around and they're eating stuff. And like, that's what he's learning. But like, he's having to put in like building blocks of like, okay, I move forward and then I turn right and then I turn left. He's like, you know, a lot of kids based coding tools are the same way. And when I was watching him do it, I'm like, oh, he's learning how to problem solve. And he's yeah. learning how to problem solve the exact same way I problem solve. Because he tries something, it doesn't work. He gets a bug, and like a little bug shows up on the screen. He's like, "Oh, I gotta squash this bug." I'm like, "Oh, that's like the exact same like nomenclature." Like people talk about squashing bugs, and it's interesting to me because it's all about he's taking tools that he's already learned, even though he's six, and he's and he's using some of the things that he's learned, and he's putting them towards this new thing that he's enjoying. And I can equate that to being an adult learning some new technical concept and it's like okay like i read some documentation on it and i'm like okay like this doesn't make any sense how have i solved this problem in the past 
mm-hmm. with another another with another goal in mind. And that's how I whenever I want to learn new things, I'm like, okay, I have like a, a framework of like, okay, I want to figure out how to do this particular thing in this technology or using this method or whatever. And that's what's been successful for me. But other people yeah. don't don't learn that way. Other people like right. to you know, drain the ocean with all the information they could possibly do. And then they want to start playing. I yeah. definitely prefer to play first and then just be miserable until I get it to work. <laughs> and I think that's I like probably, that. yeah, you like that approach too? I, I like that, especially because like sometimes we could get so caught up in um, problem solving in the way that it was taught to us. Sure. Rather than coming up with your own type of solutions and your mm-hmm. own ways of, of finding those solutions. Um, which is why I like going back to like being me prioritizing creativity or yeah. um, creativity activities um, in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I think sometimes we could get so caught up in like, okay, well, the person on Udemy, the teacher on Udemy said to solve it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like, I'm sure there's different ways. Like yeah. for every problem in the world, there's a solution. So, and sometimes there's multiple solutions. So being open um to to receiving or understanding that there is a different solution and you don't have to always take the same path um so yeah that that's i like that though like just doing whatever seeing what you can do and until you get there (laughs) until you solve it that's why i've always thought um and you've never been given the luxury of going through a technical interview um you you might in the future and you might you might come to the same the same uh the same opinion of me at the end is like there's never there's not at least in most cases there's not a hundred percent right answer it's not like practical science where it's like okay water can only be h2o you can't like throw other molecules into water or other elements into water and it turns into a into different version of water that's not how water works Mm -hmm. um but if you have a problem to solve, you can solve it X different ways mm-hmm. in, with, with technology. All of them, most of them probably aren't the right way. And I <laughs> yeah. think that's probably to get to your point about like learning the right way or, or whatever. Oh, and yeah. I think yeah. A, 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 a teacher at Udemy wants people to learn how to do things the right way. Otherwise, they won't get a job. And then they'll be like, well, I took this Udemy course and I didn't get a job. So I want my money back from Udemy. Um, and, and I mean, it doesn't work like that, but at the end of the day, you want to have people have positive experiences only. So you kind of push them down like this very, very narrow corridor with only the best possible outcomes at the end of it. But people don't learn learn that way. At least I don't. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm always very, um, I'm always curious about people who have done like, uh, like a code camp or um like they've learned they've self-taught themselves because it's like you're following someone else's path and you're trying to kind of make a step for you like me like when i learned i i learned through like traditional university and i kind of just gave up on like following all the paths and just did things the way i wanted (laughs) to do and i just happened to fall face first into a degree uh yeah (laughs) and i mean that's i think that's probably more to say it's like my stubbornness to like adapting to learn uh it's a different or way it's just your else. own way yeah of course and i think my my point <laughs> is i ramble i love to ramble a bit is like it's our responsibility to figure out what we want to do no one's going to tell us that 
So whether it's us learning how to write with you in a particular way or us wanting to you only use a particular language, that's okay because that's where our comfort is. And mm-hmm. you know whether you're talking about work in, in the technology space or personal life, it's all about being comfortable and being happy. Because if you're not happy from doing something, you're not enjoying it. Like you're not going to want to do it and you're eventually going to get burnt yeah. out and you're not going to want to move forward with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like, so going back to like the whole learning, um, I realized that tech was for me just for the fact that the learning doesn't end. It pains yeah. me. I will say it pains me because it's like, I, I don't know, like am I... I don't think I'm a code newbie, newbie, but like, I'm still kind of like not there yet, at least not where I want to be yet. Yeah. Um, I love that the learning is endless mm-hmm. because like, I always feel like I need to learn something new or I'll get like really bored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that it can also be a challenge when it comes to like sticking with a certain yeah. language, sticking with it. Um, but that's what I do love about like coding. It's just that, it doesn't stop. There's always something new to learn, something new to <clears throat> like teach and like relay and communicate over. Um, but yeah, going back, like it is kind of, it can be frustrating though. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I think even to, to add about, like you can feel like you, you're like, code newbie is a funny word to me because I feel like we're all code newbies because you okay. can say, hey Isaac, can you do this one thing in rust or this one thing was something that you've never done before and i'll be like no i cannot and like okay well can you learn <laughs> and i will then try to learn and that first day i am a newbie i might know how to do all right. this stuff and i might have years of experience but it's not contextually relevant sure i might have some building blocks that i can use to be like to get to get to my point faster but i'm still learning yeah. i'm still a newbie like i couldn't go and get a job today in a bunch of different areas. Um, and that's what kind of keeps driving me forward. It's I can continue to learn how to do things this particular way, or I can learn how to take concepts that I've built over my career and equate them to different mediums. Right. Like for <clears throat> instance, like I'm not a developer, technically. I'm a marketer. I work in marketing. But I've been a developer my entire career, and now I fit into this magical world where I write, you know, presentation slides, and then I do demos, and then I write technical blog posts. But I don't write code every single day. Um, But I'm still allowed to be a developer, or at least tell people I'm a developer, and they roll their eyes at me. Uh, (laughs) And what's interesting about that is that I think it goes to a point that I'd like to hear your thoughts on is that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be to be a developer or to be technical. Like you don't have to write code every day. You just not. have to have <laughs> a passion for technology. And yeah. I know getting started, you feel like, oh, I have to learn stuff every single day. And I love that you're maybe rethinking that approach and like taking opportunities to to absorb learning. Yeah. Because I've done like how to do this in 30 days and I've done those sort of things or like uh, some home workout program and like your body's just your body and your brain is just so exhausted that mm-hmm. like at the end of it, people are like, okay, what'd you learn day two? Mm, no idea. So it I think that's, I'm glad that you've, you've started to realize like, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. Right. Right. 
and I will say like that is and that is one of the like hugest things that I am learning and I'm coming to understand that the tech or the journey into tech is just like any other journey mm-hmm. and the journey any journey requires mindfulness and being present yes. and gratitude like I can be so frustrated with myself like I I was trying to study yesterday after coming back from the holidays. Um, I was trying to study yesterday and I was just like, I am not getting this. I am hitting a wall. (laughs) I'm freaking out. (laughs) But it's like, okay, calm down. Like, let's not be dramatic. Um, You know, sometimes you're not going to get something, but check it out. You know a lot more now than you did when you first started. And it's just honoring that journey, being grateful for what you've learned and being in the present. And that's one thing that I'm learning is that like, especially like, this is how we get imposter syndrome is like, Mm -hmm. I need more, I need more, I need more. I need to learn more. I need to do more. I need to produce more. But like, what do you, what are you, why are you here? Like, what do you want? Like, you're never going to be happy if you're constantly looking to the next step, the next day, the next month, maybe the, even the next job, like, it's like, what, what did you get out of the journey today? Yep. Like, how do you feel today? You may feel like crap. Okay. But at least you still try. <laughs> at least you have the courage to choose to study, to choose to learn. So yeah. that's, that's kind of like where my head is at is that, for me, especially after um, my my .NET conference talk, mm-hmm. like I, like it was such a high for me because I am yeah. somebody who has dealt with social anxiety like almost all my life. Sure. Like I, I still like feel shy like every now and then like online. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. But trying to yeah, get over it. Yeah. Like it was like September, October, November. It was a period of time where like. I, I figured out like, this is what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. Like, I have this passion yeah. to learn and to meet with people online and have conversations like this. Like, yeah. I love this stuff. And like, I just like, there were times, like, or days, days on end, days on end where I could not sleep. <laughs> like, I stayed awake because I was so excited. I was yeah. like, this is it, this is it. And then um, the holidays come around it gets super hectic, super crazy. Yep. Um, we have birthdays, sick, like colds, like sicknesses yep. and yeah. um, travel, like just a lot of stuff. And it just kind of like forced me to sit still and like to just be, and it's just, it's so hard. Like, how do you like, like the momentum, like when you have momentum and you're just like, yes, this is it, this is it. And then a series of events, kind of like require you to let go a bit. So for me, I am learning that this journey is also about flow. It's about um, like, and I was just, I don't know if you've heard of Napoleon Hill. Um, I was listening to this video on YouTube. It's called Burning Desire and Detachment from the Outcome. It's basically about like balancing that, like that passion with letting it go as well and and to being in flow and understanding that it is an ebb and flow of the journey and to to avoid burnout you must be able to um balance 
the the letting go of the expectations yeah um with that passion so that's kind of like where my head is at right now um not to get all woo woo but that's i feel like that is just with any journey the journey into tech is just like any other journey where you have to find joy in the now joy in what you've learned joy in what you've come to know um the the fact that you're still here um especially for me like the fact that it's 2022 and i, I yeah. started in 2020 um just just being proud of who you are now yeah um you don't have to be an expert but just being proud and, and being grateful so that's where i i'm trying to settle down and just like okay balance it's so funny because like and and don't take this as offensive in any way but you sounded like okay. very much like a life coach right? Oh, wow. Like, like the way, no, like, no. And, and, and that does not mean a negative thing. No. You know, a lot of people have negative opinions about life coaches, but Compliment. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like it's all about betterment, right? Yes. And if you feel like that you can be a better person or feel like you're a better person or whatever construct you want to put into it. And this task of learning how to be a developer is a part of that journey. Awesome. And like, it's no one else's thoughts than yours, right? Like if somebody's like, oh, like, I don't think you should be a developer because like, it's going to be all this work and you already have a job and yeah. whatever. And your response can be, well, it's what I want. So like, what am I supposed to do? And I think that, yeah. that's, I'd, I'd like to get your, like, what, it, like, and I know we just talked about like, like, don't have end goals, like don't have futures, like just focus in the moment. But I know you have goals. So like, so yeah. what are some of the goals that you have, like maybe for this year or, or just broadly in the future? Like, do you want to be a developer? Like by like nine to five developer? Do you want to be somebody who really works with and embraces the developer community and that be the way that you interact with technology? Do you just have a hobby of like, oh, I'm going to write some code a couple of days a month and I'll be happy? Like what is what does future look like for you? That is such a good question in terms of that, because like I am trying to kind of like keep in yeah. what is in like my best like self, like, you know, what I'm aligned with. Um, if it is being a developer as a 9-5, like amazing. But I will say what makes me excited is not just like coding. It's not just learning how to yeah. code, but it's it's seeing the people and conversing with the people um, who who know how to code, who've been experts, um, who's been in the game for like 10 plus years, or even like sure. just starting out. Like, I just like talking. <laughs> I like talking yeah. to people. Like, it's nothing wrong with liking to talk. Yeah, it's kind nothing of like an oxymoron. Like, I've had social anxiety, but I still like to talk. <laughs> I like to talk to people. <laughs> well, social anxiety is different for everybody, too, right? Like, you could yeah. just be introverted and not, yeah. and not really get the same high around people is right. people who are extroverted are right it right. doesn't mean you don't like people it just means that you don't like everybody yeah yeah at once <laughs> but yeah like i i just i love learning and i think tech just happens to fit me well because you're always learning like you're like you said yeah. it doesn't stop it can be frustrating but it's also like satisfying to me that it doesn't mm -hmm. stop it's always something new to learn and because there's always something um new to learn that means like other people are learning too and other people 
may need some assistance in learning. And I just, I would love to just talk to people and like see why they're here. And like, if I can like, like simplify and synthesize like certain concepts for sure. them, that would be awesome for me. Like I just, and a little bit, it's like also kind of like challenging myself with like, um, and with any type of imposter syndrome, like fear of public speaking, like sure. uh, just challenging myself and pushing myself um, in, in little ways. And I feel like it all just kind of like meshes together like perfectly, which is why I was so excited that I could hardly sleep because I was like, yes, <laughs> I like might this. Be, that also might be a caffeine issue. But it, it probably could it be. Probably could be. Um, <laughs> I dialed it back a little. Yeah. I, uh, no, and I totally get there. Like, like. I've had, like, if there's something in your brain, it's not going to let you go to sleep, right? So whether it's a problem you're trying to solve or trying to plan a vacation with your family or, you know, something for work, like, if it's in there bouncing around, yeah. you're not going to be able to get to sleep. And if it's something that's really, like, if you enjoy, like, oh, I, I want to wake up tomorrow and I want to do this thing, like, it's very hard to, like, convince your body to go to sleep. Uh, I, and I think what's also really interesting, too, is that... Like you mentioned a couple of things that are really resonating for me. It's about, it's what you want to do. Like you are excited because like, it's not just, you know, a lot of people are in tech for money or for fame or whatever, right? I don't know about as fame as much, but most people are in tech for money, right? So the people who are in tech for the joy of being in tech, it's very interesting because like whether you're taking classes through CodeCamp or your university, like the goal is like tech is like the best place to work because you can make the most money and blah, 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 blah. But tech isn't always for everybody. And I think one of the things that's really interesting is that when you're learning, and you've probably dealt with this a million times already, is like not every single time you sit at a computer, you're going to be productive. Right? And nope. it's about navigating all of that time when you're not productive because you feel good the one or two times a day you are productive, mm, okay. right? Yeah. And I, I jokingly say that a lot of people that are in technology are kind of like masochists. They kind of enjoy a little <laughs> bit of pain because you have to. It's, a, it's, a lot, it's a lot of pain to get to the joy, you know, yes, whether it's builds, yes. not, builds not working or you have bugs or you're trying to debug or you're trying to do whatever, all these things, right? You, you get off. To, to, to be crass, you get off on the fact that you got this done or you solved this problem yes. and on to the next problem. And a lot of people yes. don't really spend a lot of time kind of savoring that moment, that like that positivity of being successful. They just move on to the next thing. And that's something that I've tried to do a lot. And one of my pieces of advice for you is like, slow down and enjoy when you get something right. Because more than likely, yeah. if you end up having a career in tech or you just do tech as a hobby, you're gonna be more. You're gonna be wrong way more than right. Okay. So enjoy the stuff that you're doing that you yield positive results from. That is such a good point, and that's that's literally like what I want to do is just slow down. Yep. Like these days, like as a part of my New Year's resolution, um, just journaling more mm -hmm. and like going back to because I I've been slipping. But like going back to like meditation and sure. doing like yoga in the morning and just like sitting and being and just being grateful and being present because it is, it's like, it is a chase, especially if you're a masochist and you're looking yeah. for pain, you're always looking for pain. Yeah. 
always searching. Yeah. <laughs> you, there's pain everywhere. Something. You just got, there's pain, pain everywhere. everywhere. You don't have to look too hard either. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, you know, life doesn't always have to be about pain. Life could be about, like, especially after 2020. Like, yeah, sometimes you just, yeah, like, you just want to be. And I think it's also just going back to um, my why and, like, doing things for me is that I feel like 2020 exposes, like, you got to live and you got to do things for yeah. you and you got to be authentic and, and, and be your authentic self. And if, if it makes you happy and it's not hurting anybody, like, and it's not making you like super responsible, <laughs> like just do it, go for it. Like, especially if it's like something like random, like for me, like one of my goals this year is like, I want to learn how to surf. Like I love the ocean. Like I used to sure. sound like the ocean used to scare me, but like just being in the water and going with the flow and like, just kind of like just being present. It forces you to be present. Yes. And and to take your time and to be mindful, especially because you're not present. Like you can drown, yeah. but <laughs> things can happen. Things can happen. Things really can happen if you're in the ocean if you're not present it, for sure. Exactly. So that's my thing. Like I want to learn how to go with the flow. Literally, like I want to learn how to surf. It's something like random. It's something like me, but like that is like one of my things that does that's like not tech related but still tech related <laughs> yeah well everything <laughs> everything it helps yeah well everything boils down to like you know not to quote a very famous netflix show where i'll get sued but like you like look for things that bring, <laughs> that bring you joy right yeah um yes and you know i think you're you have a privilege that i don't and 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 let me just you know it's interesting because like, I feel like I have to do tech because I don't yeah. know anything else. Yeah. You're choosing to do tech. So you're coming from a place of, it's, you're making a conscious, positive choice. Me, like if I all of a sudden was like, one day I woke up like, I don't like doing this anymore. I'd be effed. Like, no! no, and I, no and, and, <laughs> but I think, but I obviously I wouldn't be because I would have figured, yeah. figured something else out. But I think my point yeah. is that like, I don't know anything else. Yeah. And, uh, I have a lot of envy for folks that are choosing to go down this path because they see the value in it, um, because they have other life experiences. Yeah. Sorry not to cut you off, but it's it's just like, I feel like it's so cool. Like I envy you. No, 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 let's not do this. Let's not talk uh, about how, uh, let's not, not do the envy thing. Like (laughs) my ego's way too big to begin with. Um, no, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And like it's very inspirational. So like to say that you like envy the people who choose, like what? Like <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> no, I mean, and and before we before we started the stream, like I was talking a little bit about like I do this for me because I have I'm a very opinionated person with a lot of opinions that I feel like are the only opinions. To talk a little bit about people's opinions earlier, and my goal in life is to get enough outsider's perspective to change my opinions. And the only way that I can do that is by continually having conversation with people that are substantially different than me. If I was on Mm. here just talking to people who look like me with the same career path as me, talking about the same technology as me, there's other shows for that. This show is very much talking with people that have different 
backgrounds, different opinions, different mindsets as me. And coming to a realization of like, oh, Isaac, you could probably learn from this person in, in a different way. Like, that's why, you know, these talks, sometimes they're not technical at all. Sometimes they're really technical. Sometimes it's literally just learning about how people have found the joy they're looking for in this world. Mm. Um, and that's what's interesting for me. Yeah, and I feel like I will say like, yeah, what we were talking about, like the contrast, the contrast and who you're talking to, I feel like it really helps with finding your authentic self because sometimes you don't know if your beliefs are just you you believe it just because like it's been taught to you that's all you know that's all you see so like to really expand and 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 reach out and talk to people from all different backgrounds and hearing their journey hearing their stories Mm -hmm. and 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 i feel like learning more about other people helps you learn more about yourself so so that that's why i i like this as well it's because you 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 don't know what you don't know it's Um, very true you should patent so, that. You should trademark that. I, <laughs> I think it might already be. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but I think you're very spot on. There's something to say about, like, we all have something to learn from each other, whether that's what to do or what not to do. Because I've had enough conversations in my life that I know, after talking to somebody for a few minutes, oh, that person has nothing for me. Right? <laughs> and that's okay. But I learn, but I can learn. That person, is for, that person is not for me and to not do what that person has done, right? Right. This is not for me. Right. No better way to say it. So, yeah. And, you know, as, as we're about to wrap up, I think one thing that's very interesting, I'd love to get your thoughts on this too, is like, you're obviously, you obviously is not fair, but you're new to technology, new to tech Twitter, new to tech communities. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine your experience was had some areas of potential like ways that could be better. And I would love to get your thoughts on like, how can we do a better job? I mean, like my generation or maybe the generation before me that's still around. How do we help shape a community and shape an environment that's open for people that want to join? Um, <clears throat> I would say that I think it's just, because I will say there can be a generation gap between, and and not really in terms of like age, but experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think opening the space, and I'm grateful for like the spaces that I've been in, it's just opening the space for people who aren't experts, people who are literally just starting out maybe six months in. Um, Like I said, I'm grateful that for the people that I've talked to and, the, the spaces I've been in uh, at my, I'm not even a professional. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. But I will say like encouraging more people and and being a little bit more open about imposter syndrome. Like the experts being open about imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and how you will never feel like you've really made it. Um, that's, that's the one thing I can think about. But I also feel like as someone who's new is also my responsibility to be the the person that I would like to see in in the space. And if that's something I want, 
then I can't be afraid to be that person. And that's another reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want other people to, to feel like, Hey, I'm six months in, but I still have a, a lot to learn. My experience is still valid because that's what we want. We want people who are new. And if there's this weird thing of people who are new, then there aren't going to be people who are new. <laughs> like there aren't going to be true. more people. This is very true. So it's like, it's, it's taking away the stigma of being the newbie, um, of being the rookie, you know, cause it kind of counter, it's counterproductive, yeah. but, um, so yeah, and, and that's why I, I'm doing what I'm doing because I want to be the change that I want to see. Um, so yeah, that, that's where my thinking is at. No, I, I love that. I love that. And I think that's a great place for us to wrap up. Like, I think there's something to say about just, you know, we've hit a couple of really, really interesting points, like about always learning and being positive. And I think that these are great tools for us, you know, what, regardless of what your generation or of your experience is with anything, right? Like staying positive and always be learning is something that we can definitely take wherever we go. So with that, Elon, I think, thank you so much for hopping on and, and chatting with me for an hour. This has been great. Um, I really love the conversation, especially around how we can think about things a bit differently because I think always different perspectives is really, really valuable. And one of the yeah. things that I like to ask my guests as we sign off is if you can think of tech, uh, the community around tech or open source or whatever you want to call it, if you can think about one word to describe that, what would that word be to you? The first word that I thought was fun. <laughs> fun. Yeah. This has been fun. fun. Awesome. Well, I mean, fun, there's no better way. That, right. To say, I'm surprised this has been fun. an hour. <laughs> what did I say at the beginning? Right. Like, I just want you to enjoy the hour. So yeah, great conversation. So thank you. yeah. So thank you so much again for hopping on and for the folks tuning in. It was a pleasure and we'll see you next time on Coffee and Open Source. Take care, everybody.